Hey friend, welcome back to the Dr. Lee Warren Podcast. I've got another shorter episode for you today. Um, This is uh, 20, good versus best, and three filters to help your life. So here's the thought process behind these shorter episodes. Two episodes ago, I gave you a long conversation, nearly an hour, with my dear friend John Swanson. And next week and the week after, I'm bringing you two other really uh, longer conversations that involve two people I respect a lot that are going to look at kind of part one and part two about the limits of personal development. How far can you take your life and do things on your own and improve your own quality of life and thinking and behavior without professional help? or without spiritual help. Those two episodes are coming up next uh, with two people I greatly respect. You're going to really enjoy them. And so since most people listen to podcasts in a fairly predictable place, you listen to them on your way to work, you listen to them on your workout, and there's a fairly consistent amount of time, I try really hard to have all my episodes be close to the same length, which sort of 20, 25 to 30 minute kind of time slots so that if you're in that mode of driving or working out, you can listen to an entire episode or maybe two um, in that period of time. But sometimes, for whatever reason, something comes along, it needs to be longer, and sometimes it needs to be shorter. So if you're breaking those episodes up in similar lengths, I'm going to give you some content in between the longer episodes that will allow you to, to maybe play a whole one of these plus part of an interview and then finish the interview later. And I'm just trying to, to help you be more consistent with how we listen. And so today I have a thought on my brain that's really about the fact that Lisa and I both and a lot of people we know right now are going through a lot of change. There's a lot of things to think through. Our organization, for example, at uh, where I work, we're going through a lot of change right now. The, the board of directors, we're, we're making some big decisions that will define health care for the future of our whole state, really probably in for the near and maybe, uh, maybe for the permanent future. We're making big decisions. And when you're making big decisions in your life, there's a lot of choices that come along. And one of the things about life is that sometimes there's lots of choices that are all good. And so the, the question then becomes, among a lot of different good things, how do you make the best choice? When you, when you can look at a whole bunch of things that aren't necessarily bad, they're not sinful, they're not evil, there's a lot of things that are, that are good that maybe would all work out okay for you. How then do you discern? How do you find that wisdom? How do you find that ability to choose from among a lot of different good things and decide which one is best? You know, there's a scripture, Philippians 1.10, in the voice translation, it says it just like this. So they will be able to examine and determine the best from everything else. He doesn't say there's a whole bunch of bad stuff to choose from. Sometimes there is. But he says sometimes there's a lot of good stuff, and you could you could probably make a lot of choices that would seemingly make you happy. I believe that God has a plan. God has a decision that he thinks will be the best one for you. And so how do we get to the place where we make that best decision? So episode 20 here is good versus best. And then the second part is three helpful thought filters that I think will help you in your life. Three thought filters that will make things better for you in your life. So we're going to look at good versus best and three filters to help your life. And we're going to start that right now. Hey friend, I'm so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren and I live in Wyoming in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa Warren. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, you can't change your life 
until you change your mind. And I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get that done. You can get the show notes and more on my website at wleewarrenmd.com. And if you like my show, please rate and review it and share it with your friends and subscribe to it so you never miss an episode. Ratings and reviews are how new people find out about the show. And of course, sharing it helps everybody. You can find me on social media at D-R-L-E-E-W-A-R-R-E-N at Dr. Lee Warren on Twitter and Instagram. Hook me up. I love to connect with folks all over the world. Hey, the podcast is being downloaded in all 50 states, the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and 46 other countries around the world every week. And if you like it, please rate review, share, and subscribe. Thanks in advance for that. This is episode 20 of the Dr. Lee Warren podcast, good versus best and three helpful filters for your life. Let's get after it. Hey, like I said earlier, this week is all about choices. I want to give you some thoughts about how to make choices among all the different possibly good choices that you could make in your life when you're facing multiple options. This year, um, like I've done in some previous years, I'm doing a Bible study involving Psalms and Proverbs. I'm reading them every day. Sorry, I'm having a little trouble with my glasses there if you heard that racket. Um, I'm, I'm doing a Bible study where I'm reading Psalms and Proverbs. Proverbs is the best repository of wisdom literature in the world's history. It's held up over time, the book of Proverbs, even if you don't believe in God. I would challenge you to read Proverbs. There's 31 chapters, so you could read one proverb every day one chapter of Proverbs in the Bible every day, I would challenge you to tell me that it's not wise counsel for your life. And even if you're not, if you're a complete atheist and you don't believe in God at all, look at Proverbs and tell me that you don't think those words have value for your life, that there's not some things in there that you can use. And everybody can benefit from reading something that adds wisdom to their life. So check out Proverbs, even if you're not really a quote-unquote Bible person. But since there's 31 chapters, if you read a proverb every day for the whole year, you can get through the whole book 12 times. And I challenge anybody to tell me that they did that for a year and didn't become wiser. Spending a whole year in Proverbs can never hurt you. It can only help you. And I'm trying to add wisdom to my life. Like I said, we're going through a lot of thought processes right now. We're trying to make some decisions about our life, and Proverbs will help. Last year... I read a book by Andy Andrews called The Noticer. And in that book, the main character is a man named Jones. And in one scene, Jones explains to a bunch of teenagers what wisdom is. And when I read that, I thought of you, my friend. Jones correctly says that most folks have the basic ability to discern good from evil. In fact, I would guess that you and most people listening to this podcast don't struggle between whether you should murder your coworker or not. We might have moments in your life when you make the wrong choices in such areas as fidelity or honesty, integrity, sobriety, financial decisions, faithfulness, etc. But most of us at some point grow up enough to see the wisdom in making generally good decisions. But Jones in the book says real wisdom is something more than choosing between right and wrong. Jones puts it like this, quote, One way to define wisdom is the ability to see into the future the consequences of your choices in the present. That ability can give you a completely different perspective on what the future might look like. You see, with a degree of intelligence and a hint of wisdom, most people can tell the difference between good and bad. 
but it takes a truly wise person to discern that oh-so-thin line between good and best. Can you see that, friend? It takes a truly wise person, Jones says, to discern that thin line between good and best, and that ability to discern there is wisdom. It's making the decision, say, between being home and being present with your family. Making the decision between understanding the difference between income and wealth, between time off and recreation, between superficial and deep friendships, between religion and relationship with God, between career and calling, between occupation and purpose. What areas in your life could you use working to increase your wisdom? You think about that, because which side of that oh-so-thin line between good and best you land on can make all the difference in whether you become healthier, feel better, and be happier in your life, your relationship, your business, your faith, everything. Or as Jones says, or as Jones says, and that line, my friends, is the line that separates a roll of the dice about your future from a sure thing, from trying, as the Bible says, to see through a dark glass and having a perspective that allows you to clearly see the long-term consequences of your choices. Hey, I hope you're not stuck in some phase of your life where your daily choices are between good and evil. If they are, I'm praying for you. And if you want to write in, lee at drleewarren.com and talk about that, please do. But if you're trying to break through to the next level of your life, if you're trying to really hit the sweet spot and start feeling like your life makes sense and is moving forward, a little wisdom will go a long way. You'll start seeing farther down the path. You'll start thinking about the long-term consequences of your decisions and making the ones that will lead you to the best places. I used to teach my kids, when you're about to make a big decision, think about the 555 rule. What's what's the result of that decision going to look like 5 minutes from now? And that matters to teenagers. They're they're getting in situations with other teenagers in, in dark rooms. They're they're deciding if they're going to smoke that thing or inject ingest that substance or not. What is that going to look like 5 minutes from now? What's it going to look like 5 hours from now? What's it going to look like 5 days or 5 months or 5 years from now? And if you can push pause on that decision-making process for just a second and just project out into the future, that's what Jones was talking about, learning the wisdom of thinking down the path before you make a spur-of-the-moment decision. Put that little filter in there. Even if it's the rule of five, the rule of one, whatever you want to call it, just think a little bit farther down the path before you pull the trigger and start choosing the best from among all the different choices that you can make. That's the question. And when you start being able to think about what's best instead of just what's good or what's convenient or what feels right in the moment, when you start letting God breathe His voice and His heart into those moments, that's when you'll start realizing that maybe Jones was right. Maybe even old Doc Warren was right. Now, I have another thought to share with you today, moving past that idea. I was thinking recently about I've been talking a lot. In fact, this whole podcast, we've been talking a lot about the self-brain surgery idea where you learn how to kind of not just believe every thought that pops into your head, like Daniel Amen says, but learn how to biopsy your thoughts and get to a place where you can look critically at the thoughts that you're thinking before you knee-jerk react to them. 
And I think sometimes we need to have some filters in place where we can say, okay, I'm feeling this certain thing. I'm, I'm experiencing this certain thing. I'm encountering this certain thing, and I'm going to react a certain way to it. And we develop these patterns that are almost reflexive where somebody says something offensive to me, I'm going to hit them back. Somebody hurts my feelings, I'm going to hurt theirs. Somebody cuts me off, I'm going to hurt them, right? We, we sometimes develop these patterns of behavior. But I want to give you some different thoughts about that today. We have a dear friend in Casper named Ian Pessis. Ian lost his father recently, Marvin. And we're praying for you, Ian, and your whole family. Uh, Marvin was a great man. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But we have a dear friend named Ian, and he frequently shares with us these principles that he lives by. He's a, he's a good, noble man of integrity, and he has what he calls these Pessis Principles. He calls them Pessis Principles because they are wise deductions from his career as an attorney, and they've been quite helpful to us, frankly, in several different situations. One of them, though, that he says frequently, and I think is the most helpful, is what he calls the Pessis Best Interest Principle. I shared that with me when I was learning how to be a good member of the board of directors at the hospital. He took me aside and he said, hey, always do what's in the best interest of the largest number of people or the organization over your own best interest or the interests of a single person. Never make a decision that's just for you or for an individual that you care about. Make the decision that's best for the largest number of people. Make the decision that's best for the organization. Now, that's hard to do sometimes. And frankly, that's not very far. It's not very far at all from what Jesus said. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But it's a, it's a useful tool when you're thinking about how to make the best leadership decisions, the best decisions for your family. That is a useful tool. What's in the best interest of the largest number of people here? Lately, I've seen several situations in which self-interest and failed communications have caused people, families, and organizations a lot of time, pain, and money. And in thinking about that, I ran smack into a verse from the Old Testament prophet Micah. This was written in approximately 700 B.C. And friend, 2,700 years later, I think it's still great advice. It dawned on me that that verse that, we're about to, that I'm about to share with you offers us these three filters that we can use in all of our interactions with other people. Sometimes it's hard to obey the Pessis principle and the golden rule. Sometimes it's hard to act in other people's interests, and sometimes it's hard to follow those principles. But if we apply these filters to every situation before we react, I believe it'll change our lives. I believe it'll help us change our minds and make an impact on how we experience and engage the world and other people. Check out Micah chapter 6, verse 8. Here's what it says. What else does the Eternal ask of you but to do justice and love mercy and to walk humbly before your God? What does the Eternal ask of you? What does God want from you, Micah says, but to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly before your God? Imagine if when you were faced with a decision, you ran it through these three filters, the justice filter. If I do that, will it be just? Will it be the right thing to do? Justice means the thing that is actually right, the thing that satisfies the scales of justice. So if I'm doing something, will that thing satisfy the justice filter? Will it be just? Will it be right if I do that? 
And second, the mercy filter. If I were in that person's shoes, what would I want? Would I want to be treated with mercy or would I rather be treated with justice? If I was the guilty party, what would I want and would it be that I'd be treated with mercy? Have I ever done the same thing that person has done? And was somebody merciful to me in that circumstance? What if we ran our thoughts through that sort of a filter? And third, the humility filter. Is my attitude in this pure? Am I being humble? Am I looking at this from God's perspective? Am I being arrogant? Am I acting out of self-interest? Am I acting out of pride? Or am I actually being humble and looking at it objectively here? I can tell you, in a lot of situations that I've been in in my life, and especially lately, in, in work and in other situations, these filters would save people a lot of heartache. Give them a try. Let me know if they help. Think about it like this. If it's up to you, do justice. If it's up to you, do what's right. If it's up to you, do justice. That's what God says He requires of you. But if it's done to you, act merciful. If it's done to you, extend mercy. Because you've been somewhere before where you were the one doing the wrong and somebody was merciful to you. I'm certain of it. There's some time in your life when you've wronged another person and you didn't get what you deserved. You didn't get justice. You got mercy. And we don't even have to talk about how God looks at that because if you believe what the Bible says, all of us have sinned and we all deserve punishment, but God loves us so much that He paid the price for us and He gave us grace and mercy. And so, you know, Luke 12, 48 says, To whom much is given, much is required. Jesus says, by the same measure that you judge others, that's how you'll be judged. So let's be careful with this. And think about these filters. If it's done to me, I'm going to be merciful. If I'm doing it, I'm going to be just. And all the time, I'm going to try to be humble. What if you applied those three filters to your life? How would that work out? Unfortunately, it seems like most people don't usually act outside of their own best interest. Most people act in accordance with what's good for them. Look at politics right now. It's ridiculous. Nobody seems to be acting in in the best interest of anybody other than themselves to some degree. And despite Jesus and Micah and Ian's best advice, it seems like nobody's following the golden rule or the Pessis principle or these three filters. But if you follow the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you follow Pessis principle, always act in the best interest of others over yourself. And if you follow and used Micah's three filters of do justice when it's up to you, love mercy when it's done to you, and walk humbly all the time, I believe, my friend, that you will see a huge change in your success in life in your relationships, in your relationship with God and your loved ones and other people, and in your business, your health, everything. If you just learn to live according to these three principles and apply these three filters. Look, there's lots of choices that you can make in your life. And most of them are not inherently evil or bad. But we need to learn how to make the best choice among all of those. Remember the verse I read to you earlier, that they may learn to discern the best from everything else. I'm praying for you right now, and I would love for you to pray for me. We're making some big decisions right now in our organization. We're making some big decisions right now in our family. We're making some big decisions right now in our work. And we need to make the best decision, not just a good one. We need to make the best one because a lot of people are counting on it, right? Look, you're going to be faced with a lot of opportunity to react to other people. 
But when it's time for you to act, act justly. When it's time for you to react, react mercifully. And always look at it humbly and not from a perspective of being offended or being prideful or or being arrogant. React out of humility. And I believe that you will learn then to change your mind and that will help you to change your life. And I believe that that will help you, but only if you start today. Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren Podcast is brought to you by I've Seen the End of You, a neurosurgeon's look at faith, doubt, and the things we think we know available from Waterbrook Penguin Random House everywhere. Books are sold, and I mean that, everywhere. You can get the book anywhere. If they don't have it in stock, ask them to order it. So if you can buy a book at a place, you can buy my book at that place. Don't forget to support your local booksellers, and please take a moment to rate, review, subscribe to the show, and share it with others because that's how new people find out about it. Hey, go to my website, wleewarnmd.com, for all the rest of the information, show notes, my newsletter, everything else that I do, all my books and speaking engagements, everything's on the website, wleewarnmd.com. If you want to follow me on social media, at D-R-L-E-E-W-A-R-R-E-N, at drleewarren.com on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out. I love to connect with folks all over the world. The theme music for this show is Blue Highway by Pottington Bear, available free via freemusicarchive.org. If you are a content creator, podcaster, blogger, if you need theme music for something you're doing, freemusicarchive.org is the place to go. These great, brilliant, talented musicians and content creators are out there sharing their stuff for free. All they want is credit, and I'm giving it to them right now. Blue Highway by Pottington Bear is this groovy little tune that we get into and out of my show with every week. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and you have to start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. God bless you, and have a great day.